I've, this is a dirty game, bro. And what I've always said is all is fair in love, war, and challenges. 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 Welcome to another episode of Love, War, Challenges. I am MTV Malik. She is Becky at Giftmaster Bex. And of course, we are joined by Antonio, a.k.a. The Bananas Defender. What's really good, guys? How was your week so far? You got that right. Oh, it's going so far so good. All right, guys. How do we feel about the challenge? Season 35, Total Madness. Trailer dropped today. How did you guys feel about it? Becky. Um, I was a little bit underwhelmed. I was expecting a little right, bit time more. Out, time out, time out, time out. Not gonna be using my word underwhelmed. Underwhelmed is my word. That's the word I use. Since when do you own underwhelmed? I always use underwhelmed. And I said in the group chat. And and biting my whole swag. Underwhelmed. And. No fuck. Given. I say what I want. But anyway, I'll change it since you're so upset. Thank you. It's my work. <laughs> Run that back. I mean, I expected more from the trailer. I know that it is just the first one, so maybe they're going to be releasing more. But yeah, I, I was definitely expecting a bigger pop, and it's really not there for me. I guess we'll see how the season pans out. I think the word you were looking for was underwhelmed. Antonio? <laughs> <laughs> You're such an asshole. <laughs> I think you're just feeling that way because a certain someone isn't on the season. But anyway, um, I'm actually really hyped for this season. I, I, I as wonder in for every why. season, I think. No, I I am for every season. But like, just going into it, like I know the, all the promos and stuff. It just like puts me in a good mood. It's just seeing what I'm going to expect this season. And honestly, I feel like this season is going to be really good, especially if it happened last season. Uh, that trailer was, I, I was very excited that the trailer dropped because we've been so hungry to see what it was going to be like. The trailer was definitely underwhelming. It, it was ass. It didn't really give us much. I mean, it didn't give us two of them. anything yeah, you, you really. You saw both of them or you just saw one? I saw both of them. They were literally uh-huh. like leading up to it, like with these weird little gif things that they were loading and the short videos are like, oh my God, I'm getting PTSD. Everybody's like, oh my God, the trailer, the trailer. But they do the same thing every season though. Like they uh, always, no. gonna, the first trailer no, no, is no. always like They've that. They've never no, done that before. Because th- that's only recent. After every season of the real world, it would cap off with a trailer for the challenge coming up right after. That's how it used to be done. So as soon as the real world season ended, you would get the trailer for the challenge. I do think that this is going to be a good season. I am so excited to see Queen Melissa back. I'm so excited to see this new batch of Big Brother players and and Jennifer from uh, The Amazing Race. But I really want to see what Swaggy C, Bailey, and and Fessy is going to end up. What's the name of the other girl? The the one that Uh, won? Casey. uh, Casey. Casey. I'm really excited. That is a solid four that they got for Big Brother. And I'm really excited to see what they pull off. What I really wish, man... I really wish Paulie was there. 
because if Paulie was there this season, I mean, minus Josh, the amount of big brother people he would have on his side, this game would be very, very different. But that is another conversation for another time. Do keep an eye out for our trailer reaction and cast breakdown. And the hit list will be returning with our preseason power rankings. So make sure you keep an eye out for that. Until then, keep enjoying the clips from the videos we've been making. We got a takedown request from MTV on our last video, which wasn't cool. But if you go ahead and, uh, and head to our Twitter, or if you head to lwcpodcast.com, you can watch the video in its entirety. We're going to keep rolling out those, those clips one after another. LWC does it better. Yes, we definitely do it better than MTV any day of the week. And the, um, the response that we got from you guys, man, it has been amazing. Like, normally, I, I, I don't look at the numbers too much. I just want to make sure that the numbers are going up. And seeing the thousands and thousands of plays on the videos across multiple platforms is really just, it, it tells me that we are doing a good job. And a big shout out to you guys for supporting us and watching. We thank you. We appreciate you. We love you. But now it's time to go ahead and jump into Season 25, Free Agents, Episode 11. You guys ready to do this? Yeah, but I do have to say yes, that sir. I feel like you should include me and Antonio in those videos at one point. I'm just saying. Oh, Why? Because we're amazing, and you love us, and we're your co-hosts, and... First off, I think two people who's already too much. Shit, first chance I can get rid of Tyler, I will. <laughs> I don't need to be splitting talking time with Tyler. I'm trying to get him the fuck off. Shit. Tyler's got a great voice, though. Don't hate on Tyler. He does. My voice just sounds so much better <laughs> by him jumping in with his fucking South Dakota accent. Fuck out of here. You're smooth. He's great, he's great on the actual hit list podcast, but he does do the list. And a big shout out to Lyoko, who helps us put the list together. Woo-woo. So make sure you guys just keep an eye out for that. Now let's go ahead and jump into this episode. Let's go. We opened the episode on the elimination wrecking wall. CT and Leroy is going to be up first. Keep it moving, keep it moving. I'm thinking about that bell. It's close. Oh, it wasn't like I murdered. Good job, guys. Good job, guys. Good boys. My worst nightmare has just uh, come true because CT is coming back to the house. Still got it. Looks like this guy still has plenty of gas in the tank. CT, go ahead and rejoin the group. You're still going for the big money, man. See you when I get home. So CT gets the win by one hole, and CT is coming back to fuck up Banana's world. Let me ask you guys, um, I didn't really have CT pegged to win this one. I mean, we all know CT's tough, could bust through the walls. But I would have thought that Leroy would have been more agile. I thought he would have I thought he was gonna be able to get this one done. And you know, I I just I just felt like this was Leroy's chance to beat out CT, and he falls to the big guy. Who did you guys have picked to win this one? Was it CT or Leroy? I had CT winning the entire way. As much as I love Leroy, and he really did kill it this season, he's just, he can't beat CT. Not in a head-to-head. There ain't no way it's going to happen. I had Leroy winning this because I had CT doing what Leroy would would have done. I had, honestly, I didn't think that Wall would have been able to hold CT up. If Leroy didn't put all of his might into pulling himself up, his wall isn't going to collapse, and he probably would have won. You've seen CT, he just kept busting through it, and if he put more of his strength into climbing up, his wall would have busted too. I just, 
I thought before going into it, the roles would have been reversed. Now, it's time for the main event. Kara versus Lori. All right, girls. Ready? So they both start off slow, but Kara's injured hand is hindering her. Her broken hand is holding her back and is beginning to become tough to watch. Hey, Wall. Do I hold on, cross over, try to hit with this hand, or start working the elbow? Time is ticking, and I am not figuring it out as quickly as I should. I feel so bad for Kara right now. You can tell that she has a lot of heart, but her hand is definitely, you know, holding her back. Kara, keep pushing. Keep pushing. Ow. what's going to happen when I get home and if Cara Maria is going to want to talk to me, but I don't want her to be sad. She played a great game and I'm proud of Cara. Good job. When Laurel says she's sorry, I know it's not about her beating me in the elimination round. I know she's, she's got a good heart. She's a good person. Um, and she's, she cares about people. The apology's there, the understanding's there, but um, for me, the, the friendship, regardless, it can't be what it was. All right, Laurel, congratulations. You won tonight's elimination round. You're still in the game, going for the big money. Go ahead and rejoin the group. Good job. You're awesome. All right, Cara, you came in here a lot of times. You got it done. Unfortunately, your hand was definitely a factor. It sends your stay here on free agents. Take care of yourself. Carry your beast. So, Corey was throwing the bows, but it just wasn't enough. And a complete blowout. Laurel puts her out of her misery, and the match is over. Laurel gets the win. Afterwards, they hug it out. Corey congratulates Laurel, and they seem to make amends, but her game is over. Corey's done. She is out of free agents. So, let's talk about the challenger's performance. At this point, does it make sense for Kara to have stayed in the game? Or should she have just left? Because one, I do think it showed a lot of heart for her still competing, but all she did was get CT thrown into elimination, and her herself got thrown into elimination, and she got eliminated. I mean, don't get me wrong, Lover is a beast, but it's, it kind of sucks to go out that way. I mean, it does show that Kara has a whole lot of heart and that she's tough, but was it worth it? Antonio. In hindsight, I mean, I'm sure Carl would have just went when it happened. But at the moment, you can't blame her from staying. The, the odds were in her favor, honestly. Her only competition are really, you know, Laurel and possibly Teresa. Nani and Devin, she can probably easily beat with one hand in the final at this point in her career. But yeah, I, I still don't blame her for it. It's, I respect her for staying in the game. I mean, I think that... She doesn't regret what she's done. I think that she honestly knows that this is something she really wanted. 
And I think when you get so close and you know that that final's around the corner, you can't just turn away from it. And she's always been known to be a fighter and she's fought through so many things. So I'm not surprised that she stuck it out. And uh, I am actually proud because it's it shows a lot of heart and she has it in spades. And I think it made everybody kind of see her in a new light because she could have just given up, but she didn't. So after the elimination, TJ announces that it's going to be a change of venue and they are heading to Chile, going to the Andes Mountains. The challengers running the house and they're cheering for themselves at making it this far into the game. The final is right on the horizon. They arrive at their lakefront cabin and Johnny points out the smoky volcano 20 miles away. Uh, guys, there's a reason why they have us with a great view of that volcano. The volcano is actually smoking. We're probably 20 or so miles from a smoking volcano. Listen, listen, listen. That volcano is called Ruka Pilan. Okay. In the Machu, in the Mapuche language, <coughs> spirit house or house of the devil. That sounds appropriate for a final challenge. Oh my God. The house of the devil. I'd really like to win one more. It's addictive. And I can't help but feel like a volcano is staring back down at me, you know, taunting me. The house of the devil. Yeah, come get it. After the challengers get settled in, the final eight walks up to TJ and they see the draw with four cards on each. Cool. Oh my God. Welcome everybody to Pucon, Chile. There's room for six people in that final. Three guys, three girls. However, there are eight of you. So I'd like to welcome everybody to the last draw. What? Talk about mixing things up, huh? What the We just traveled from Uruguay to Chile, and now all of our fate lies in the hands of a draw. I might cry. <laughs> this is ridiculous. That card is blank, which means CT and Johnny, you guys are going to battle it out in the elimination round. Come on over. No eliminations, automatically to the final. Crap, I'm going to the final, I'm gonna die. Teresa, Laurel, you guys are in the elimination round. Come on down. So the draw is set. It is going to be CT versus Johnny and Teresa versus Laurel. Now, let me ask you guys, do y'all think that it was fair to have a draw at this point of the game, right before going into the final? I mean, they could have ran the final with just those teams and fourth place getting nothing, was it necessary to bring out the draw and have pretty much making sure that everybody has to see the draw and really getting into the final is just going to be luck? Was this fair or foul? Becky? Um, I think it's fair. I think that they did it with a purpose, knowing that they were only going to have three people win money. I mean, at the end of the day, yeah, fourth could not have won anything, but it's not as, I guess, exciting in a way. But I like the fact that they did it. It was fun. It was good to see people who maybe hadn't seen elimination, maybe finally, you know, get to cut their teeth in it. The only foul thing about this is how Johnny Riley went to the draw seven times and all seven times he was safe. Luck of the Irish. Yeah, luckiest motherfucker I've ever seen it. I mean, for a game that... No, he's just very observant because um, he made a comment. I think it was him and Jordan made a comment that there was a mark on the kill card, and they know, and they realized not to pick that kill card. 
the wood pattern. Yeah, the wood pattern, yeah, whoever the fuck it was. Yeah, good for him. Hey, you know what? If you're not cheating, you're not trying, so. If you can't can beat the system, Astros, baby. you have to make it work for you. Let's go Astros. <laughs> All right. So, today's daily is going to be called. Don't you mean relation, not daily? Same difference. It really is the same difference. It's a pedge. It's a pedge. All right. So, today's elimination is going to be called. All right, guys, today you're playing Puzzle Pyramid. As you can see, there are six puzzles in the shape of a pyramid. To begin, each player is going to start at the bottom puzzle. If you solve that puzzle correctly, you then move on to the second level. You're going to continue this process till you get to the top and ring that bell. First player to ring the bell will win today's elimination round, stay in the game, which means you're going to the final challenge. However, you lose today's elimination round, and you came all this way for nothing. Good luck, you guys. Girls, you're up first. All right. So, to get into the final, you have to do a fucking puzzle. A puzzle. Nothing physical. Now, all of the eliminations so far has been physical eliminations. Yeah, so you got Looper, you got Balls In, you got Wrecking Wall, and you got Oppenheimer. These are all physical eliminations. But to get into the final, the elimination you have is a fucking puzzle. Now, granted, this is as exciting as a puzzle as you're going to get with the, with, you know, with the tenograms and it's three layers and, and it's a multitude of different puzzles. So you got CT and Johnny. And mind you, we did get the flashback to Cutthroat, but they are competing in the final on a puzzle. I don't know. I, I, I just, I, I hate this. I hate it so much. And, I, and it's not that I dislike the puzzle. I just hate it that it's a, this puzzle at this point in the game. I thought it was just dumb. How do you guys feel about it? Antonio. I actually like the puzzle for, for this situation. I feel like cause we haven't seen it all season long. It felt nice to be like, oh, now this is what you got to do to get to the final. If, if there was puzzles mixed in during the season, then I probably would have a different opinion right now. And Becky? I think that they wanted to put everybody on equal playing field. Because you have, you know, people that are like Johnny Riley size versus someone like CT. As, you know, strange as that sounds, I think that they just wanted to make it really even so that basically you not just you don't only just need brawn. You need to have some brains, too. So I can get what they did. I like the puzzles. I think that they really kind of kept you kept you on the edge of your seat. So I liked it. So let's start with the ladies. All right, girls, you ready? The first puzzle is a ten and grab. Loru knocks the first one out and then. The second one is a line puzzle. Loru beats it, and at this point, Teresa is already looking defeated. Loru gets a Sudoku-like puzzle. The writing is on the wall, and Nani and Devin don't want Loru to go ahead and win. Teresa moves on to number two. She's able to get it done. And her and Loru are both on number three. It's neck and neck, and the whole peanut gallery is quiet as shit. Teresa calls for a check. Am I right? Teresa, that is not correct. But it's not in. The girls go at it again. And then Laura calls for a check, and she gets a W. She is going to the final. Got it. All right, Laura, that is correct. I got it right. Now it's time for a CT and Bananas rematch. We'll be back in a moment. You're listening to Love War Challenges. What's good? 
Uh, how's it going? This is uh, Derek, Derek Kaczynski. So this is Paulie, and you're listening to Love War Challenges. What up, Malik? This is Car Maria. This is a shout out to the Love War and Challenges podcast. You're totally awesome. Love War Challenges. For anyone listening to this, they're at LWC Podcast. World's most dangerous podcast. Now, these two have gone back and forth over the years, but let's see how this one shakes out. Alright boys, you ready? Yep. In shape. The telegram is first, but Dan is the first one to level up and CT actually starts to struggle, but he ends up getting it done. They're tied at the two spot, Bananas levels up first and he gets a three. CT is looking flustered, but he still looks focused, but at no point does CT ever have commanded this puzzle Bananas is able to get it done. All right, Bananas. Him and CT daps it up, and he hugs the Banana Man. And Johnny is going to the final. I think CT took the loss pretty well. He took it a stride, showed respect. It's nice to see how far he's come. I mean, I'm going back watching a whole bunch of episodes, and it seemed like CT was always going home for punching somebody in the face. And (laughs) even now, season 25, 10 seasons ago, five years, you can see how much growing up he has done over the years. He was very much a hothead. Absolutely. The final is set. It is going to be Laurel, Nani, <laughs> fucking Devin, <laughs> and Bananas, Zach, <laughs> and fucking Johnny Riley. Um, let me ask you guys. It, is this the right crew going to the final? Is, is this the best of the best? Are these six people the people who deserve to be in the final for free agents? No. I think a portion of them do, you know, I think Johnny um, and Laurel and, you know, the, and even Teresa really, I think they showed a lot of prowess this season. Johnny Riley didn't do much, but float and Devin, Jesus Christ. The only thing she did well was trivia. So, I mean, yeah, no, I think that those two shouldn't be in there. I don't think that they're really the ones that deserve to be in that whole final. Yeah, I think if I had to swap one guy and one female, it would be Johnny and De- Johnny Riley, that is, and Devin, and it would be for um, CT and Teresa. I think those two are definitely more deserving than Riley and Devin. They both really haven't done anything this year. They ha- really haven't won any competitions. They both went to the draw numerous times and were safe. So, I mean, yeah, they were lucky, but luck's going to run out eventually. So you think CT deserves to be in the final more than Leroy or Kohada? Yes. Well, well, what did Leroy and Kohada really do? Leroy pretty much played the same game Johnny Riley did. They both wanted to see the draw, and they both, you know, but well, Lee Leroy had, just won one elimination. That's it. But Lee, yeah, Lee has gotten into elimination a couple of times, and I don't like the fact that- once. Oh, twice. One, one, lost one. And uh, I don't appreciate the fact that you guys are shitting all over Devin. The reason why Devin is in the final- is because she has played a picture-perfect social game. Her social game got her to the final, and her perception of being a weaker female. She played the game, she played to a role, and that got her to the final. You know who... Yes, yeah, she rode being a layup to the final. That's something, that's something... You don't brag about that. When you say, oh, I went to a final, people say, oh, yeah, you were brought to the final as a layup. You can't brag about that. She wasn't brought yeah. to the final. She faced the draw like everybody she else. Was. I mean, she wasn't voted in. She faced in. the draw like yeah, everybody else. Lucky, though. She could have gotten voted in, but she used the gift of gab and she got herself out of trouble. Maybe if Carver did a little bit more politicking, 
maybe she wouldn't have gotten voted in and maybe would have had a chance at the final. Well, you could say the same about Johnny Riley too, because Johnny Riley was in the draw what, seven times and he was safe all seven times. Absolutely, but he used he used his intelligence to get him far. Memorizing the wood pattern to keep himself out. That's not nothing. I do agree with you guys to a certain extent that this is not the right amount of people who should be in. I'm not gonna say Kara should be in, in the final because she got injured. Even if she made it to the final, it'd be a waste. She would not be able to finish. So oh, I agree. The final is set. I think she would have found a way, to be honest. I think uh, she would have found a way to compete, but at some point, when it comes to kayaking, when it comes to mountain climbing. Yeah, imagine kayaking in one hand, that's tough. It's not happening. Not it wasn't happening. happening for Devin either. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but with a cast on, you can't really get that cast wet either, so that's going to be really tough. There's waterproof water casts out there, dude. It happens. But anyway. All right. So Loro has come in second three times while she's been on the challenge. She's motivated. She really wants it. Nani is in her head because she probably didn't even realize she was going to a final. I mean, this is not something she pulls off all the time. Lowe's confidence has Nani shook a little bit. I don't, I don't think she realizes what she's really, really in for. The next day, the final starts at 6 a.m. Devin makes it known that her goal is just to finish the final. She feels completely underestimated. Now, this is the challenge. Everybody comes to compete, mostly. How does it make you guys feel that her personal goal is just to finish this final? Not to win it, but just to get it done. Do you, do you think that takes away from it at all? Antonio? If I'm a girl, I'm loving it because that's basically one less person I got to worry about. If I'm a guy no, and I know that we're, we might be paired up, I am dreading it. I do not want to be a partner. I don't even want to be even near her during this final. Like when you go to a final, you want to win it. That's like being any professional sports teams. Like, yeah, our goal this year is just to make the playoffs, and that's it. No, every, no matter what team you are, you want to win the championship. Like, that's, that's just a stupid comment to make. It's a good personal goal, but when, you, when you're at the final, try to win it. I think that Devin was just shocked that she made it. I think that she knew that she was very possibly not going to get to that final. And I think she was like, oh, shit, now I'm here and I'm officially going to die on this mountain. So I think that she knows herself well enough to know that she may not be able to do everything that someone like Laurel can do, but that she can just do what she can to at least finish because she doesn't want to be a quitter. So I, I give her props. And also, I think she's got heart that a lot of people aren't giving her credit for. And I think she's going to do OK. I mean, I don't see her winning. I don't think she sees herself winning. I think she just wants to cross that finish line, and I don't blame her, because I would be happy if I crossed the finish line, too. Absolutely. Um, I think personal goals are a great idea, and, and it's great to be realistic about them. I've been in management for a while, and one thing I tell people is to set attainable goals, because those small victories, they do count. Now, Bananas, I, I agree with you and disagree with you. Even when it comes to sports teams, a lot of times you are going to hear realistic expectations coming from them. Hey, what are your expectations this year? Hey, we're, we're hoping to make a deep run into the playoffs. Take it from there. We're just going to try to get to the playoffs or take it game by game. You know what that means, right? That means we're just trying to get to the playoffs. And that's a small victory. You got to get those. Like, yo, I, I am a Knicks fan. 
It's one of the hardest things to do in the world. I mean, you think being born with a disability... I'm a Mets and Jets fan, so... Yeah, exactly. Uh... Like, you think being born with a disability is bad? <laughs> yeah, try rooting for the Knicks. Oh, oh, you got one leg. Uh-uh, Knicks fan. So, if, if James Dolan, the owner of the Knicks, comes down and says, you know, the press asks, asks him, hey, what are your goals for this season? Hey, we're just hoping to make it to the playoffs, and then we can take it from there. That, if, if we can get to the playoffs, I'll take it. I'll take it. Yeah, but then once you're there, you want to win. Yeah, of course. It's once you're there, you're going to win. Saying, okay. Yes. All right. So, the, the Knicks come in at the number eight spot, and they're going to have to play the Bucks in the first round. It's okay to have realistic expectations. Yo, funny story is I used to live in this town in California called Davis, California. And the major college there was UC Davis. And they had, I forget exactly what, what year it was, but they had a pretty good women's basketball team. So the women's basketball team came to a bar that I was at because we had like an 80-foot like big screen or something like that. And they came in to watch the NCAA tournament selection committee, right? So the whole team is sitting there. And then number gets called. You know who they draw in the first round? Fucking UConn. Yeah. Huh. Yo, I'm telling you, the look when everybody's faces said it all. Yeah, we're a good team. Yeah, we won our conference. But we got UConn in the first round. Yeah. And UConn That's does dope. shit like they go on like a winning streak for like two and a half years, three years, or some crazy shit like yeah. that. Like UConn is a historic, you know, women's basketball team. And I felt bad for all of the ladies there. But realistic expectations they were just happy to make it to the they were just happy to make it to the tournament you know so i don't knock yeah. you too much let's go ahead and move on so the challenges arrive all right guys welcome to the parque de nacional Villarica. this is your final challenge for this season of free agents you guys have overcome a lot to get here well some of you have and some of you are really good at the draw either way you can't fake it here your challenge today is to summit Mount Villarica, which is an active volcano. If there's one thing I can guarantee you is that you have never done anything this difficult in your life before. <laughs> I was with the devil. Now, this entire season of free agents, you guys have been paired up, put into teams, and have also competed as individuals. Well, this challenge is no different. It's gonna be held in five stages. For the first three stages, you guys are gonna be put into guy-girl pairs. This news couldn't be any worse because at this point, I feel like whoever is stuck with Devin is gonna lose this challenge. And once again, it is all coming down to the luck of a draw. After every stage, you're then gonna be trading partners. Thank God. So, every girl is gonna get a chance to work with every guy and vice versa. Now for stages four and five, you're gonna be 100% on your own. Once you reach the top of that active volcano, we will then add together all of your times from all five stages. The guy and girl with the fastest time will be our season champions and win $125,000. The news of the guy-girl pairs is devastating. Everyone is going to have a turn with Devin in a totally non-sexual way. <laughs> Except for stages four and five. Riley has gone to seven draws while pulling the kill card, and he is just riding fucking clean. And TJ lets him know that everyone has to finish. How does that make you feel, that TJ emphasizes that everyone has to finish? I, I feel like singling out Devin, a fair foul. Do you think that, you know, the, the challenge guy should go out of the way to make sure something like that happens, or just say, you know, fuck it. 
Because if she can't make it up a mountain, she can't make it up a mountain. I mean, I think it's a good rule to have. I think it's one that they need because if you're not completing and you're not making it to the end, why? Why are you there? It's not even a point. It bothers me, but it's fine because I'm glad that they finally installed that that rule in there so that people are forced to do it. I, I just wish they had. I just wish they had that rule for uh, Jay and Jenna. I would love to see Jay just keep swallowing those disgusting drinks. Yes, I think we can all agree that Jay definitely swallows. Let's go ahead yeah. and head back to his final. So for the first round, it is going to be Riley and Nani. Those two has partnered up before, so let's see how this works out for them now. Then great chemistry. <laughs> and then Devin and Zach and Bananas and Laurel. Stage one is kayaking. So the final starts. The challengers jump into the river and make the way to the paddles. Then they return to shore to grab their boat. Bananas and Laurel take the lead with Nani and Riley right behind them. Zach and Devin are looking pretty pathetic and they are just swimming in circles. Zach and Devin are dying out there. To his credit, Zach is trying to stay calm. Nani and Riley get turned around and they start going downstream backwards, but eventually evens out. That, that, that was odd. Then we see Zach and Devin get turned around. They hit a rock and they get flung from the boat. They lose the kayak and Zach, who is still in the river, while the challenge safety boat looks for them. Rescue comes and gets me. I look up and the kayak is halfway downstream. I don't see Zach anywhere. Now I'm nervous. And that is going to conclude episode 11, season 25, The Challenge, Free Agents. Speaking of underwhelming, this episode is, is a bit underwhelming. It, it wasn't a bad episode, but besides everybody gearing up for the final, the cover elimination, actually, you know what? Now that I think about it, it wasn't really that bad of an episode. We got an elimination it, it, in the beginning. Got, the job done. got another elimination in the middle of the episode. And we got the beginning part of the final, which ended pretty well with Zach seemingly dying. I mean, I don't know why MTV would show us one of their competitors dying in a river in Chile, but that's where we at. Bananas, how did you feel about the episode? Why don't you go ahead and grade it for me? Uh, I think this episode got the job done. It gave us two um, great eliminations, gave us a decent part of the final. Um, it was it was missing drama. I feel like so. I'm gonna go with a seven out of ten. I think the flipping of that can of that kayak was pretty dramatic, especially considering I got to give it to Zach, who was really holding his temper. But um, yeah, I mean the episode was okay. I give it a solid eight out of ten. Um, it really kind of had to lay out the foundations of what the final was gonna be, and it did have a little bit of that drama factor with the fact that everybody got pulled into a last minute um, uh, elimination. So I think it was a, a pretty solid episode. Yeah, it was definitely light on the drama. And that's mainly because the main drama story between Kara and Laurel got concluded today. And it got concluded pretty well. I mean, having those two come into elimination together was a very, very nice Nice finishing touch for the whole thing. 
it was just a fast-paced episode. Yes, it most definitely was. So I do appreciate the pacing. That's going to do it for us. Make sure you keep an eye out for our cast breakdown for the upcoming season of Total Madness. Make sure you visit shop.lwcpodcast.com for all of your Love War challenges, the hit list, and general challenge gear. Also, make sure you visit us, youtube.lwcpodcast.com. That's where we keep a lot of our ranked videos, so go ahead and check them out. And uh, anything else we got to cover before we get out of here? Oh, yes. And before we get out of here, I just, I just need to address something real quick. Can I address something with you guys? Sure. I'm scared. You already started it. Antonio Bananas. What I do now? Whatever your last name is, I bet it ends in a vowel. It does. Of course it does. <laughs> Listen, you're tweeting, man. Your tweeting is getting out of control. <laughs> first off, first off, you tweeted some dumb shit about Karin not being a legend. You don't even believe that. You know, you know she is. Why are you fucking with people? Because it's funny seeing so many people get so mad over like a few tweets. <laughs> like I, I just, I just love like even today I was sending out just tweets just to piss everyone off. I sent a tweet saying how um why aren't Kara, Pauly, Cam, Ninja, and and Co like uh, promoting this season? Like you know, how, like within twenty minutes, I probably got like fifty notifications about that tweet. And honestly, the whole time I was laughing. It was an asshole tweet. It was, like, I, and that's who I am, though. So, is MTV paying them for this season? No. What are you gonna do? Free promotion? <laughs> but saying, that's the point. Like everyone knows. Like I joke about it, but they get so mad. No, they over don't. It. That's the thing. I don't think people know you're joking. Like I see the tweets. I'm like, why is he even saying that? He only saying that to get people mad, and then people Let get mad. Let me just tell you, people are not taking it as jokes. It's they so are funny. really pissed off. I have a lot of people who are very angry at you, Antonio, and I am dodging bullets because of oh, who I'm, I'm associated with you, fucker. <laughs> Think of your co-hosts. But I... See, I get mad at people getting mad about that. I'm like, why are people even responding to this? The only time I ever respond is like, oh, somebody says something stupid. Here goes a quick fact that invalidates your argument. And then you know what I do? I go about my fucking day. <laughs> and like... So like, a few people... I tell before I'm, I'm sending the tweet out, I, I tell them to like, watch my tweet and watch how mad everyone's gonna get. And then that's how I, that's my proof to make sure everyone knows I'm joking. It's, it's just funny. Like You need a hobby. Uh, but no, when I was just doing that for today, I'm, I'm stopping in the future because I don't like my phone blowing up, you know, while I'm at work and in class. Cause I didn't really think that part out as much, but yeah, I, I had a good laugh today though. <laughs> All right. I hope you learned your lesson and you stop being an asshole. Yeah, like that'll ever but, happen. Nah, I don't know about that. Yeah, probably not. All right, that's going to do it for us. Bananas, close us out. All right, another great episode, Podstars. Hope you enjoyed it. Make sure you stay updated by following us on Twitter and Instagram at LWC Podcast. Join us up on Facebook at facebook.com slash lovewarchallenges. Join our discussions on Reddit under the challenge subreddit at LWC Podcast. Also, check out our website, lwcpodcast.com. Make sure you listen to us on Apple and Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, and YouTube. And give us five stars, give us a great review, and most importantly, make sure you subscribe. Have a great day, Podstars. Peace.
Thank you.